it's a new day and we may have a new co-host on this podcast welcome to the personal jukebox podcast right my name is simon and i'm joined for the first time eagle eagle-eared eagle-eared listeners will remember episodes back me going on a little soliloquy about um a lad who I lent a play, uh, not a PlayStation, a Super Nintendo to once, and I took some CDs from him. Uh, wait one second. Wait one second. I've got the CDs right here. You here. mother. <laughs> we've got U2's Pop, we've got Radiohead the Benz, and we've also got Acton Baby. I also had Razorblade Suitcase as well, but I think I couldn't locate the CD. I don't know if you know him. But thank you very much for joining me. At last, we are long reunited, Mr. Christopher Wellings. Ahoy, ahoy. <laughs> are you glad to be here? Uh, kind of. Yeah, this is this is interesting. Um, yeah. Something different, isn't it, for a Saturday <clears throat> night? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Uh, if anyone is looking for some insightful analysis with songs broken down and deconstructed to their very core, <laughs> tune out now. <laughs> You're not going to get that from me. He's selling yourself short there. <laughs> He's selling himself short, don't believe him. When I wanted to do this podcast, originally it was set up with somebody who, like, you know. But then I thought, oh, who can I go through my phone book and get? And I didn't have, because we kind of lost touch. 60, definitely 16 years is what I could put it down to. Yeah, I didn't seen Chris, but I, we always used to argue about music back in the 90s, didn't we? Absolutely. You were massive Oasis. You were a massive Radiohead guy. A Still massive am. U2 guy as well, I remember. Kind of not so much. <laughs> I can definitely remember at the time when the, the big late 90s thing of Be Here Now and whatever the equivalent Blur album that I had Country House on yeah. was... The Great Escape? Uh, yes, I believe so. Then Beetlebum, was it? Beetlebum, yeah. Oh, actually, was that a different album? I can't remember. But yeah, Beetlebum's a really good song, actually. It's quality. Yeah. And at that time, you were like, Radiohead, that's the band that you want to be listening to. OK, Computer's the best album in the world ever. <laughs> yeah, I, and to be fair, I got on early. Mm-hmm. Early enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sort of stand by that. Oh, you, you're holding it up there, yeah? Uh, it's 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 in the top five mm-hmm. albums. I can't give you the four, but yeah, it's in the top five. Non-radio hands, don't be scared. <laughs> no, non-radio fans, don't be scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, as I say, we reconnected after like a minimum of 16 years. It appears that you had a chance meeting with uh, Mr Tinder himself. Well, Mr No Tinder, he ain't allowed on yes, Tinder anymore. Yeah, Mr. Gibbs? so... Um, I happened to be at an Oktoberfest uh, night at the Rodeo, mm-hmm. uh, which is my local, and uh, I heard this booming laugh and looked down <laughs> the bar. And he had his back to me, but he had a leather jacket on, and I thought, that's got to be Gibbo. And it, he, it was. It, it was, was it him. brown leather? <laughs> was it? It was like a dark brown. Yeah, it, it, it was just Gibbo, you know. It was Gibbo and I'm pretty sure show. he was born in that, you know. <laughs> he came out the womb. <laughs> if he wasn't wearing an Eddie Vedder jacket back in the day, he moved on to a leather jacket later. And, and he obviously had said to you, oh, square ball Chris, <laughs> I haven't seen you for years. <clears throat> There's this podcast that I've done with Simon. Yeah, and, you know, I'm, I'm into my podcasts. And, uh, yeah, he said, look, you know, so I was doing a podcast. It's called Personal Jukebox. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. 
Uh, where do I find it? Is that on YouTube? I'm thinking it's like JRE, where like you know you've got video and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. realise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, he kind of like uh, got me put it into my phone and uh, yeah. Good to get you to do that when you'd had a few drinks, wasn't it? So you didn't I, I was absolutely battered at the time, and uh, yeah. So I remember like next morning waking up thinking, please. Please still let me have that photo that I believe I took of Gibbo's phone, and I and I did. So yeah, so, you did it. You no, yeah, it. yeah. So within a few days, I kind of got on. Yeah, my first episode was the one that Gibbo promoted himself on. Yeah, well, shockingly, <laughs> the only one Gibbo's ever. Li- well, he probably hasn't even listened to that one. <laughs> Be but, yeah, it was that good that I even got my missus to listen to it, and she oh, doesn't dear. know you or Gibbo or anyone involved, and uh, she yeah she loved it. Okay, um, did you did you enjoy it? And you thought to yourself, what I'm going to do? I'm going to send someone. He sent an email. He emailed the show, yeah, with the questions <laughs> and feedback. There he was, and I, I can remember waking up that day, and I think you'd emailed me late the day before. I can't remember, and I thought, and I was like, oh, Christopher Wellings, and just you know when stuff just takes you by, yeah, uh, like yeah, I was surprised, uh, and I read it. I was like, no oh, shit, that's Chris, and uh, and that's led us to this day now, oh, no. yeah, and like what two months later, here we are, yeah, 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 it probably, yeah, it probably ain't even Let's that long, go. is it really? Um, what music are you into now? <sighs> it's it's, I haven't evolved much, you know. Um, Obviously, I still like Radiohead. Dude, I'm uh, doing a podcast I, I, I on love... 90s music. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, yeah. <laughs> Savage Garden. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> no um, Arcade Fire. Oh, Arcade Fire, yes. I love Arcade Fire. I've seen yeah. them like three times, three or four times. Yeah. I like a bit of Dance, Chemical Brothers. Yeah. Seagull Ross. Oh, Seagull Ross. Yes, 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 yes. I pronounced it wrong. No, no, no. I think you pronounced it correctly. Just what I knew him as. Yeah. Oh, Seagull Ross. You know, in in all honesty, um, aside from the track that they would have contributed, the big one, you know, the big one for Attenborough's show, hip hopola or hoppy polar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I literally have heard nothing aside from they that. They are incredible live, honestly. Mm-hmm. I've seen them live, tw- I think, twice now. Yeah, and each time it was completely different because, like, one, the first time it was like an actual band live performance but they yeah. played behind this curtain okay which you could kind of still see them through in a kind of silhouette kind of way which was interesting like a yeah. brain's got a talent and, and 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 then it did you know kind of for the last few songs they kind of you know the curtain uh, the curtains came and then the second time i saw them it was just literally a guy on piano and then a guy on guitar playing it with like a via you know like a, as a a violin like almost oh playing a guitar as a violin yeah Okay. And that's all it was. It was just two of them. Where I think they, they are a three or four piece band, but they're yeah, are they Icelandic. Yeah, Icelandic, yeah. Icelandic folk <clears throat> band. Yeah, mm-hmm. you still into Radiohead stuff? Have you followed? Yes, them yeah, very much. Obviously, like look, you know, we we kind of cut ties of what the early two thousands. So yeah. by then, they hadn't quite. They may have just brought out Kid A. They started getting a bit experimental. Yeah, um, I was still very much on board. You know, I kind of keep an open mind. You know, it's like I understand that they were going through this change, this evolution, and uh, that led on to Amnesiac, mm-hmm. which is pretty much like the the B side album to Kid A, anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, but totally on board with what with, with what they've done, uh, how they've evolved, and they've kind of kept doing that. Really, I, I, I think they're just uh, an incredible band, ultimately. 
I respect Radiohead. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I, I do think... I don't know. I just sum it up, man. They've got, they've got some really good stuff. They've got some overly pretentious stuff. But they have. Yeah. They have. There's no getting away from it. <laughs> there is. <laughs> there is. <laughs> I went down a bit of a wormhole and listened to like three or four of their albums okay. on a trip up to and back from Scotland. Right. And it was really interesting. Okay. I enjoyed driving, listening to something new. You know yeah. what I mean? And taking that in. And that's what I want sometimes. Like, they almost force you to take them seriously because you can't just listen to them like you have the radio on sometimes and you're kind of half in, half out. Mm. You're either all in or you're not. And, um, you know, you can't have it as background music. You have to be tuned in to what they're playing at the time. I think they're one of them artists where, man, you know, fans are always kicking the stand. Uh, The fans are really into that stuff, so... To do not that would be sacrilege in the eyes of a Radiohead fan, yes. wouldn't it? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> um, U2, I take it not as much of a fan of U2 nowadays. Look, I don't know. I mean, I, I was kind of into them. Uh, I honestly would have thought they were your favourite band like 20 years uh, yes, ago. Yes, they probably would have been. I know when we were knocking about, that was 97, that was pop, I believe. Mm. And... Once again, they were reinventing themselves off the back of uh, Acton Baby and Europa, mm-hmm. which that's that's what they do. That's their modus operandi. And yeah, I, it's it's become tiresome now. And I just I don't like who Bono's become. He's a complete idiot. Oh really? Have you more fallen out of not fallen out of love, but like thought, yeah, he's nah. just this complete virtue signaler. And I just I just I just don't. Um, he kind of is, isn't he? A little yes, bit. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah. Look, I think the music still stands up uh, to to a point. Mm-hmm. They're definitely past their uh, past their best, past their sell by date. Oh yeah, of course. Um, yeah, every every band is who are still yes. They, they, that they, far they, down. You have a sweet spot, don't you? You have a sweet spot where you, you're in the zone for a certain period. Mm-hmm. They were in the zone from eighty seven to ninety four, ninety three, ninety four, and that was mm-hmm. their sweet spot and uh, they've never been able to recreate you know and that's fine because band that that's just part of being in a band i mean the stones weren't able to re you know to be in their sweet spot and i, I don't know if it's noel gallagher but it's somebody who says bands have a life shelf of three albums that's it and anything more than that is kind yes. of yes <laughs> I, 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 I would probably agree with that but it, it almost depends how those how those albums land to begin with Mm. Because the problem with Oasis is they landed <laughs> so big and so huge. What could yeah. they do from there? And yeah, well, yeah, they yeah. weren't able to evolve. They were good at what they were doing, but they they all, just couldn't last the course. All Oasis's musical evolvement is actually a devolvement from what yeah. they were doing. Yeah, and lots of people have said because Oasis, I will. Say my favourite band, like kind of thing, but they'll always say, "Well, you're really hard on Oasis, but maybe I hold their stuff up too." Okay, you know, like you, you know, a band uh, you like, a band they're your favourite, and you kind of think their best stuff is like the best stuff, or at least your favourite stuff. So then there's a bar there, then isn't yeah. there? And anything that falls below that bar, yeah, is I don't know if you're, um, I don't think you're particularly like a big Metallica fan, shall we say? No. But there are proper metalheads who love Metallica's like heavier stuff, and anything that doesn't hit that height yeah. gets panned. You right. know what I mean? That yeah. kind of thing, yeah. <clears throat> um, and I think a lot of bands suffer from that. 
And I'll tell you what, the music we're going to be talking about today, there's going to be a lot of bands with the hindsight of, what are we talking, uh, just over 15 years. Yeah, shall we just, uh, the two words that come to my mind when I think of that mid-2000s period for music is indie landfill. It, there's a yes, lot of that it, going it, on. It got to the point where it was... Um, there's a lot of that it was, the bands. It was very saturated, wasn't it, in the end? Mm-hmm. Cooler Shaker, that kind no, of stuff. No, Are they on there? No, Cooler no, Shaker's okay. way before this. Oh, hang, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cooler Shaker's like probably uh, late 90s. Oh, okay. Isn't I'm, it? Yeah. Right. So we're talking, just, just, just to give you a couple of bands' names Snow Patrol, Coldplay, The Libertines, <laughs> Subways. Um, yeah, that kind of, yeah, so that kind right. of stuff. It's them kind of bands. Yeah, I'm just wondering if uh, I know those bands and I know them them well. I'm just wondering if I had a few lost years in the wilderness back then. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure if I was into music. You know, you can have periods I'm in your life where you just. I was into music. I, I don't know if I even listened. I might just listen to the radio then. Who knows? Uh, this will be interesting. In my head, the early 2000s, it was like the garage rock, shall we yeah. say, explosion. Um, bands like the Strokes, the White Stripes. Uh, other bands were kind of spearheading that movement. We don't have either of those bands on, the, on this compilation, <laughs> unfortunately, because I love that first Strokes album. I don't know if you're... Stro- I like Strokes. Yeah. I, I, the first I and the them. second album's really, really good. Um, they're another guys who seem to disappear up their own arse. Yeah, I don't know. I think they just had problems working together, and I think it was probably because they were way too rich getting into it and didn't need it to start off with. Right. Maybe they didn't have the hunger and just liked the adulation, shall we say? <clears throat> so anyway, we are today, anybody who's looked at the download or are streaming this, we are looking at an album that was called Festival. <laughs> <laughs> to start 2023, we're easing in. I yeah. think I think I can picture the cover in my head. Can, can you just show me the cover? I can, I can. Uh, Lindsay, I can remember buying this album. I was with my good lady wife at this time, and I can remember her buying this album. Me going, where have you bought that? <laughs> <laughs> because she's never really been into um, that kind of that kind of you? music. Was it like as a... for now? I don't know. Maybe it was like kind of. Hang on, images. It was like that. Yes, yes. That yeah. is. That's what I had in my head. Yeah. It yeah. was very red, red, yeah. white, and black. It was released on the 1st of August, 2005. So we are, like, at the tail end of festival season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Done Glastow, done tea in the park. Yeah, um, Reading, it's Reading, it's Reading's cool. the end that's, of that's August, end isn't it? Of August, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so a lot of festivals had happened by then. Uh, it did reach number two on the UK charts. Do you know what was number one, what was keeping it off the top, top spot then? or I know what was... Number one for a lot of August. We'll speak about that in a second. <laughs> it only spent six weeks on the chart, on right. the UK charts in in total. They're in eight, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, was, it was followed up. There was there was sequels to this festival. Right. Uh, we've spoke before on the podcast about the Shine albums and the the Kerrang ones. Obviously, they, like the Kerrang's got the magazine behind it, so they're always going to pump out new ones. I think those Shine indie ones. You can remember at the time when we were doing the jobs and 
a track had come on like uh, that'd be the only time I would probably get um, rocks by Primal Scream because I weren't going out and buying um, what's the what's the other Screamadelica yeah just because I wasn't not and I really should have been probably <laughs> not nowadays and I've heard it now but at the time no I wasn't doing that and there must have been kids out there who were our age when this festival album dropped and they must have thought man what I need is one of them killers <laughs> tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, no, nobody loves that first Killers album more than me because I think it's a good one. It's a great album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell Stuart Boyd. He fucking hates it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there must have been somebody out there. I mean, downloading music, iTunes, everything. That was definitely a thing in 2005, wasn't it? Already at that point. I'm thinking. Actually, it probably was because I think didn't write. <sighs> Sorry about Radiohead again, but didn't yeah. they? They started it all off with um, their free download in Rainbows. I think they they they, they made that. Free, I think that would have been out by then as well. Yeah, MP3 is a black hole for me, and I don't know why. But I kind of went from buying tapes as a kid to buying CDs to um, streaming, like Apple Music. I yeah. never actually purchased any MP3s. Neither have I. Uh, my mum swears by them. Which tells me and that, mm. that's a red flag, you know. <laughs> does, she, does she still have a scrolly iPod? It's a, when your mum mom recommends something which is yeah. technology based, then that's a red flag. That tells me if you haven't invested, you don't need to. Has your mum got a smartphone? She has. My mum hasn't. She still refuses to get a smartphone. Well, I say she has, but like she always gets and she she gets a new phone. She's on a phone all the time, but. Like, it's a phone. I don't even know what make a phone it is because she tries to get the best deal. And the best deal yeah. is generally the worst phone. It and, like, she'll um... say to me, how can, I, how can I attach this thing to this email? To-? I'm like, <laughs> I can't even work your phone, Mum. It's just ridiculous. I don't know who's made this. I haven't seen your phone. Is your phone an iPhone? It is. An, I think yeah. I'm on one of the... It's, yeah. it's an iPhone mini... 12 or 13. Do you remember like about 18 months, two years ago? I don't know even if, if they're still a thing. Was it like called Hawaii or... Who are, who are we? Who are we, yeah. Who are we? Is that still Not a who thing? Are we? Who are we? <laughs> who are we? <laughs> Is that still a thing? Who are we? Yeah, so they, they, they were a Chinese... Uh, Trump man- was very anti, who are we? <laughs> ...manufacturer and the... Okay, I don't want to get political, but with, mm-hmm. with, with the Chinese companies that do well, they've become effectively state-owned. That's and correct. The, the issue was that uh, Huawei were bringing in 5G technology uh, and they were saying... Because what China do, effectively, is they just, over time, they don't make anything new. They just find out what's being made and just make it cheaper themselves. Kind of like Madonna finding out what's coming along and then like doing her version of it and publicising it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so America and I think I think also Britain, I think we kind of banned something to do with Huawei at some point mm. because we were worried about the data from people that hold phones in this country or other countries being stolen and used There was against... a lot of anti-5G stuff, wasn't there? I, I yes. hear it's an incredibly fast connection, though. It's quicker than 4G. <laughs> I know that. And it made 3G not work. Is that what it did? And if you were unlucky to have an E. Oh, <laughs> you know, when, when like, say, um, my lad calls me and he's like, Dad, can you transfer me, like, something to pay this? And I'll be like, yeah. And I look at my phone and it's going, E. And I'm like, no, I can't transfer it. No. You're going to have to call me back. 
In fact, how are you still talking to me right now? You're not going to be able to even hear them. So this was only 2005. We make it sound like so many years ago, but technology has moved on very fast in those times. The number one in the UK charts, I'm not going to play it because we might hear from this guy later. He was the number one on the singles chart. He was the number one on the albums chart. I might actually just play it. You've got me intrigued now. Yeah, I'm going to. This is someone crap, isn't it? Mm, Yeah. That's mad, yeah, because as that song was playing, I just almost whispered to, to Cy, blunt? <laughs> as if to say, is, and, and I haven't like, heard the extended intro. Like, I thought blunt was like 2010 onwards. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, That's yeah, it crazy. Will, yeah. That just makes... Place yourself. This is going to yeah. be like... Uh, this whole podcast now, but I'm just going to feel like incredibly old and just literally. Incredibly old. like, well, I swear, this was only 10 years think, ago. Yeah, I'm going to like wonder quite a bit. If you, if, I might just like go vacant, a, you know, at times and not not respond back. That might happen. I'm warning you. Well, we've got. Uh, it's obviously a compilation CD uh, that was released for the masses. It's oh god, I'm, I'd definitely say there's. There's got to be nearly 20 tracks on each CD, so we've got a fair few to get through. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You ain't going to be back early tonight, have you? I've not got enough wine, I don't think. You've, there's plenty of... I've got plenty of spirits and stuff, don't worry. <laughs> I've got plenty of mixers for you as well. Ice. Okay. Uh, right, yeah, James Blunt, you never listened to it, you never held the album, no. Yeah, I'm not a fan of James Blunt. It, no. you know, it, 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 that he was good across as a jolly nice guy. Look, if he gets interviewed, he seems he, he seems like he seems to understand. He seems to get. He gets where he is. Yes, yeah. and like he, he has a bit of fun with it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it's rubbish music. It's it's not good. He found a, a market and he exploited it. And fair play to him. Ex-army guy, isn't he? Yes, and I think he played on that. Obviously, he played on that. Mm. If he's still going, great. I didn't mind the song Caroline. Was it called Caroline? I don't know that one. Was it no. called Caroline? I remember, oh. I remember this one, obviously. He did a song where it was a girl's name. Okay. And the more I think about it, the more I think it's not Caroline. I can have a look. Hang on one second. Um, James I don't Blunt. think it was. If it Ooh. comes up as like recommended songs, then it's not. Go- no, definitely not his top, top songs. Oh. Oh, he's actually somebody who's got like eight. No, I have just admitted I've, 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 No, there's definitely not a girl's song. There's Billy. <laughs> it's it's not Billy. Billy. No. But I have just admitted that <laughs> I like a James Blunt song. And I'm <laughs> yeah, what's I, I never actually minded this. Hang on, we'll skip. You touched my heart, you touched yeah. my heart. Goodbye, my lover. No, I don't mind this song, actually. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, because what it. Okay, I. For some weird reason, I heard I fought James Blunt and I instantly went into 
the beautiful song, which I absolutely hate. So, mm. but this song is actually okay. Yeah, it's not it's a bad song. It kind of stands up. He. <laughs> it does. No, it does. It stands up. <laughs> it fucking stands up to interrogation. This does. It's a goddamn classic. <laughs> you have been the one for me. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. You have been the one. Right, yeah, that's um, nearly the last we'll hear of James Bond in this episode. Nearly, 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 nearly. Okay, do you? Um, should we blast off into this? Because I think we've got plenty we can talk about Let's get as we go. Full steam ahead. It seems to be in the majority a album, a double disc CD, packed full of mostly British indie alt rock music of the time. The bands. And there's a couple of outliers. There's a couple on each CD which really stick out like a real sore thumb. Well, just don't match. Don't it need to be there? Nah, they don't match everything everything else that's going on in the CD. And we do start with like a big American band. I've never been a fan of them, but um, here we go. Okay, so we got Green Day, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Now, if I'm putting together a compilation, this is not the kind of high-tempo thing that I want to kick it off with. Green Day, Chris, what are you, what are you Look, saying? I've never liked Green Day. Um, ever. I don't I don't get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've, done, they've done a couple of good songs. You know, cause mm. obviously, you know, yeah. over a 20-year career, you're going to produce something which... You find a bit catchy, or you find he's okay. Yeah. But literally, honestly, they're the one of the most overrated bands that I could probably think of right now on the spot. I can't think of many others. Can you? <laughs> um, oh, I think they're superior. Like I could literally say, like a best of Green Day would be way too much for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'd struggle to fill a, a best of Green Day. I will do a Green Day album on on this at some point. Who with? I don't know how. I know, I, I think Les, is, Les always used to be a big fan of Green Day. Um, but just just along those lines, uh, this was released on December the previous year, uh, December of 04. It got to number five on the UK charts. Yeah. Rolling Stones readers voted this the best single of the decade of the thousands. Uh, it won the Grammy for the record of the year for 2006, so the following year, even though American Idiot won the best album for 2005. So work them that math out. Work that math out. Um, yeah, best song of the decade. I, I, I don't even know. Where, I, I, that's probably more the Grammys. That's probably like more ideological in terms of Green Day, extremely woke, and that's maybe why they've chosen. The only good song that I can think they've ever done... And I've got warning. Warning, think about warning. I don't really like that one. I like that song. It's not an amazing song. It's just it's an okay song. Mm-mm. Is that off this album? This is the concept out. This is American Idiot, isn't it? Yeah. Um, warning. 
No, that's a different. Oh, is um, it not? Yeah, different album. Sorry, I've, I've oh, okay. made it come back. Um, this is the concept album that then got turned into the stage show and da 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 da. Yeah. da. Um, American Idiot obviously was a big song off it. That's this- an okay song. <sighs> it's an okay song. It's like one of. The- <laughs> I listened to uh, I listened to a podcast this week uh, and it was talking about Norwegian black metal. <laughs> And how it evolved into the burning of churches and people dying and stuff like that. Like when, yeah. like it, it went extreme and went too far. Okay. okay. And the the two girls who were doing the podcast had the view of metal that it was all oh air guitars and the darkness and you know that kind of stuff. And Green Day's American Idiot is what I imagine the masses yeah think that whole pop punk thing was i suppose the reason why i think it's okay is because i think a lot of that other stuff is so poor the reason you think it's okay is you fucking love them big hits (laughs) oh man drop (laughs) just drop them for me (laughs) keep dropping them big hits (laughs) yeah i'm yeah i know it's a cat it is a catchy song and it's got a, a hook and all blah 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 but yeah this is off that album i think that holiday was on this album jesus of suburbia this is around the kind of time when Kerrang Radio was a thing on. Okay. And a lot of these bands were inhabiting that space. Right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they were. I had Kerrang, I had Sky at the time. Mm. So I was watching Kerrang. There was one of the, that was one of the music channels. Mm-hmm. You know, you, get, you have Sky, you have like 55 music. It's ridiculous. So mm. you're constantly going through them. And uh, I would sometimes land on Kerrang. And generally, quite often, Green Day would be on. Green Day or, or Foo Fighters. <laughs> You know, pretty much one or the other. That song, though, what are you thinking? It, I mean, look, it's not it, a shit. Look, it's not a shit. I, I, I think I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it like a, you know, like a, a serious a bit song. of an epic. They're you going know. for. They're going for the epic. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's trying to be their kind of, I don't know, their purple rain or something. But <laughs> it's, but it's that's a reach. Yeah, well, it's, it's, yeah, so I'm gonna, it, it's a four out of ten for me. Yeah, a four. I, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 I, I, yeah I can't yeah. get it. I, I can't put any more points on. I can't. No. Don't want to. I'm with you on that. Don't one, want actually. to. Okay, so we're not big fans of that. Track two on this uh, mammoth selection would be this. Patrol, run. How big was Snow Patrol for a cup of coffee? They got pretty big, you know. I think they got pretty big. I think they got to make look. So I don't, I don't know how. I'm not sure how they. Uh, I'm not sure how they went on a on a global scene on, on mm. like a British scene. They got very big. They sound made for like a young teen drama, though, well, don't they? I know. I have watched like. <laughs> You know, some like One Tree Hill, like <laughs> stuff like that, and you hear these songs on on emotional scenes and whatever. They just yeah. come over the top, and you think, oh, okay, you know, you know, like mm. kind of 
chasing cars and all that. Mm. So yeah, they must chasing have, cars. They must have cracked it. They must have like gone pretty deep, you know, in in the global scene. What, what like, was his name, the lad? Johnny something. No, I'm thinking of bloody razor eyes. Um, um, Gary, Gary Lightbody. Lightbody. That's, it, That's yeah. it, yeah. He, I've said before, on my previous, one of my previous phones, I only ever had one thing downloaded it, and it was because I got it free. One, I think it was a Christmas okay. gift, okay. and they gave the whole of the Taylor Swift album. Um, I don't know if it was red. Yeah? Yeah. But it was actually, it's not actually a bad album. But Gary Bod, Gary Body, Gary the Body, he, um, duets, <laughs> Gary the Body, he duets with Tyler the Swift on one of those tracks. Uh, and it's a really good Julian vocal thing, actually. Okay. If, any, if anybody wants to listen to the song, it's a good song. Um, but yeah, Leona Lewis did this bit, didn't she? What? Leona Lewis did Are this bit. You're having a laugh. Oh, Leona's version is like, I think it's another level. <laughs> it's my name after I'm, I'm literally retching right now. Uh, so, this song yeah, yeah. stands up. Oh, it does? It stands up. There's Obviously, two versions it was a song well. that kind of, that was, this was their springboard. This this, mm. this is what launched them mm. for maybe five to six, seven years, possibly. They're um, still around now. Hmm? Are they still around now? I'm guessing they are. Mm. They're not dropping Northern the two Irish. in the same Northern way. I'm not, they're, not, they're not getting on Radio 1. They're not getting on... No. They might no. get on Radio 2. Who knows? I yeah. mean, um, yeah. this, the song stands up. It's good. It's, 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 it's epic. And it does what it needed to at the time. And that's what it, you know, it launched them. And uh, it's a satisfying song. I didn't. It's weird. I didn't like it at the time. I remember at the time it, it came out. I thought it was, it was a bit of a snooze Everything. Then. I was like, yeah. oh my God, I don't want to hear this song again. Yeah. Ever, yeah, but I've come to like it in the last seven or eight years. Weird, yeah, it's not it, in no way, shape, or form. Will I say, Oh, that's a bad song? No, because it's not. But yeah. Leona Lewis, I think that's really good, honestly. I, I, the thing I, is, though, like, okay, so can a, co- can a cover ever be better than the original? Look, even if even if the yes. cover's better than the original, can it be? Yes, can it be? I yes. don't, I know you can say it can be, like, mm. in terms of acoustic that how it can you know but i just don't see how a cover can ever be better than an original well this is not i'm not giving a reason i I realize that this is not the reason um this was released in um the start of 2004 snow patrol released yeah Uh, it got to it was a top five hit 26 weeks on the uk charts loads of covers of it and loads of uses in TV and film as we've said Leona released her cover of it on in December 2008 uh, it was a number one hit for two weeks and you know that's not the reason why it's better it was also the fastest selling download ever at the time and that's not the reason why it's her version yes was it was this off the back of her <clears throat> winning a talent show or I think did she win X Factor that year or did she win it the year before and this was like oh I'm coming back with a right, song. Right, okay, so the, the way I remember it is she did a Radio One Live Lounge and she did run as because they always do their song, don't they? And then they do a cover. And she did run and it was like her and she had like these backing singers and that's what makes it. That live lounge version is better than the, the single version. Can we play some of hers? Just to like, 
Do you want the, Do you want the live lounge? I'm or kind of like the... dismissing you, but uh, yeah, 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 I, no, that's all right. I, I might be on. I might be fully on board in a, in, a, in like literally thirty seconds. This is Leona's version. You you have a listen to this for a second while I turn off the fire. I'll sing it one last time for you Then we really have to go You've been the only thing that's right In all I've done And I can barely can you but every single time I do I know we'll make it anywhere away from Hang on, let me just um, let me just kind of skip to when it like. <laughs> We're ramping up for the money shot here. That's a, that's a moment, that is. Okay, so uh, I'm a bit emotional right now. Literally, that's got that's better than the original. Listen now. It's like the song was written for the Leona. It honestly was. Sai's got goosebumps. No word of a lie. They have cat. Oh my god. Oh man, that was legitness. Look, we're both. You've caught us in a moment here. That's fine. That's okay. Oh dearie, mate. Did you Look, not heard that version before? No. Can you send it me, please? <laughs> yes. Still to this day, I always, whenever I hear the verb song. Bittersweet. No, 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 no. Christ. Watching Sonnet. With a tear in my Sonnet. Yeah. I always think of you taking the piss out of me for watching Aston Villa. Um, yeah, watching Aston Villa with a tear in my eye. Yeah, the night before it'd been the Europe It was like a UEFA league. It was like the, the Thursday night and Villa had gone out, but they played heroically. They'd literally they tried played to fight like, back. Yeah, they played yeah. great football. Was Vassell playing and, or someone like that? And uh, <clears throat> so I come in the next morning, and we were we were chatting, and and you know, and so I was looking at last night. It was a great game. <laughs> I had a tear in my eye watching Villa, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, that's fine, that's fine. 
I was like, interesting. And then we always, the radio was quite loud in our warehouse. So yes, it, was it was playing, it was booming. We'd always be singing or whistling or whatever. <laughs> We'd always be doing something with whatever song was playing. And then Sonic came on and uh, I just, I kind of, I went ahead into the song and I thought, I'm going to drop in. Watching Aston, Aston Villa, Villa with a tear, with in, my a tear in my eye. I'm not even a Villa fan. I, I still remember that as well because yeah, you, you, yeah. you were like in hysterics and yes, it worked. That, it yes, worked. Yes, it, I'm glad you remember. I'm glad. Yes, no, it wasn't I do. Vain, you know, it was, uh... <laughs> I do remember. Honestly, taking the piss, bastard. But I will say these words. I remember the first time. The first time. Sweep it into the corner I hide it under the bed Say these things, they go away But they never do Something I... I'll hear back up for the chorus. What did you think of Keen? I don't mind Keen. Oh, do I don't mind Keen. Oh, dear. <laughs> I know, so this is going to get messy. I know we're on different, you know, we're in different areas. <laughs> no, that's <we're>... good. <laughs> Let's play the chorus. Come on. <laughs> Now, apparently, this song was about, um, they did have a guitarist. The big thing about Keen was there was no guitarist, oh, wasn't there? Okay. Go on. And this is a song about their former guitarist. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't know, lamenting the loss of him or whatever. Um, I never got on with Keen, especially at the time, because I was like, where's the guitars? There's just piano and drums yeah. and, you know, there's not a lot going on. I thought they were a bit, I don't know, a bit feeble. Yes, they come across quite feeble. They could write a hook. They could write a hook. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to take the somewhere only we know. They're good with the melody. They're good with the melody yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. They're able to... A shit embrace, I always thought them as. <laughs> and, I, and trust me, I never thought embrace like ice. But, um... <laughs> I, I, I think they have their own, um, their own sound. Yeah. Because there's this lack of guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I think they're okay. I think they're all right. I like, like I don't own anything of theirs. Oh yeah, you never had their. I, I've got one song of theirs, which was um, the song that came after somewhere. There was actually one that had a bit of a darker kind of feel to it, and I can't remember. Yes, what I know it what was. you mean. That was the. It was the one. I think it was the, one of the first songs off their second album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, that dropped, and that. I know nothing about them as well. Well, he had problems like. Um, you know, he hit fame yeah. at a young age. He went in rehab a few times. Oh, did he? Yeah. Like, yeah. Almost pro proper rock and roll without, like, you know, you don't see them as a rock and roll Without the rock because, or the roll. <laughs> because there's no guitarist. Yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah. but he did all the rock and roll things. You know? it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Uh, he kind of made up for it, I suppose, you know. Um, Apple Music lists the top songs as Somewhere Only We Know, uh, later yes. covered by Lily Allen as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Everybody's Changing, uh, Bed Shaped. That's the one you're thinking of, yeah. I, I think, anyway. Liz. Bend and Break, I remember that one as well. Uh, and this is the last time, which is what we've got here. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I have one song of theirs on my phone. It's not any of those. Mm. It, was one, it was the second or third single off the first album. Mm -hmm. I thought it was okay. You know, it's, I don't mind them. I've seen, I've seen them live. There was, they did this uh, tour where they just only played in, like... Um, in forests and stuff. Oh, yes, they did. They yes. played the, uh, like, a, 
the Stafford. Oh, and it Cannock Chase. Yeah, Cannock Chase, that's yeah, it. Yeah, 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 so yeah, I went yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a lovely summer's evening and uh, it was a real hot day. Mm. It took us forever to get there, but we finally walked there and uh, yeah, they were good. They were really good. Honestly, it was this, this kind of um, great setting. They had like, you know, all these, yeah, it's, it's one of the best settings you could kind of hope for, really. I know somebody else who went to that gig. Yeah, okay. and they said that um, they were really impressed by the setup. They were more used to like large festivals and yeah. stuff, and they were really impressed with the setup of that. The uh, worst thing it, was was getting out. What was the name of it? Oh, it was called something in the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was at different venues, wasn't it? Around yes, I think there was yes. like Forest of Dean and all these, <clears throat> yeah, like, you know, uh, it, yeah. Forest and whatever. And mm-hmm. yeah, no, it was, honestly, that and I was impressed by them. It was a really good gig. Can't fault it. So. I'm not going to badmouth them. Mm-hmm. I know they're not. They're not cool yeah. in any well, way, are they? You, you can't. You can't take them much beyond what they what they are. Unfortunately, uh, he's gone solo, hasn't he? Now he's gone solo. I don't know. He's gone solo now. He's uh, he's doing his own thing. I don't know how he's doing it. Mm. He's doing piano. What's he doing? I, I, who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, good luck to him. He, he seems a nice guy. He's very English. <laughs> Extremely English. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know. You know, these kind of like Oxford types. He's, oh, yes. He's yeah. like like what Americans would class as yes. British. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, my God, he's so British. Not who we do, but like yeah, how yeah, he's yeah. perceived from, yeah. with, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd, be, I'd, I'd be lying to myself if I wouldn't say, man, I used to fucking hate Keen. Like, I used to just think, oh, man. <laughs> Keen, I mean, Christ, Keen. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely at the time. Um, now I can say, you know, oh, songs are better than I gave them credit for, but, you know, I'd be lying to myself if I said, yeah, Keen, I'm all right, man. I, I love the way, I love the way, like, you... It seems like you've levelled out, maybe. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, when, when we snuck about... Oh, I have, Chris, by far, like, honestly, look, trust look, me. Yeah. We can all dismiss stuff quite yeah. easily, quite yeah. suddenly, and make quick judgment yes. calls. I remember you saying, like, there was one saying that you said to me that yeah. stuck in my head oh, for, God. like, 20 this years. It's going to be a big one, guys. And I can't remember the song that it brought about this saying, but you just said, cock rock. And I was like, <laughs> that stuck with me. Hey, I love cock rock, though, man. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I love cock rock, Because now. <laughs> now it's a bit different. Then it was probably a bit passe. But now everything's cyclical, isn't it? And everything but comes back around. It's just I, fun. You know what I love now? And in the mid to late nineties, I never would have loved. I fucking love Motley Crue now. Okay. Like I think Motley Crue have got some real proper bangers. <laughs> yeah. And I, I never, I always was like a fan of Skid Row. I liked a bit of Jove, but you know, I can't even um, talk to you about any of that because I don't know <laughs> it, about any of it. What I would say is, what well, went to America in 2013. Yes. Uh, did the whole kind of like, you know, Va- uh, California, Vegas thing. Oh, that side, yeah. Got into Vegas. Mm-hmm. We, saw, we saw Steel Panther. Okay, yes. Yes. And they're like a, a kind of like, a, they're, they're a mock kind of... Well, they like a, an American darkness, the darkness. Yes. Yeah, they are a, a, a mock band. They're yeah, kind they of, are. Is that anything like what you're talking about? Or am I just Steel Panther? Different? Steel Panther and the Darkness would be the, <laughs> the same stuff that I would say. Oh, you know when people say, "Oh yeah, metal bands, uh, air guitars, and like yeah. that kind of stuff." I don't know. I, I, that is, I don't like any of Steel Panther stuff. I mean, it's, it's not it's not serious music. I mean, no, it's meant and to the be music's probably really good. Complete joke. Complete. 
But you know, a Yanks like on a bit too thick. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no subtlety to American humor. No, no. Yeah. And that's probably what they do. I think when the Darkness did it, when they first came in, there was probably that little bit of subtlety until it was like, oh, you could have a Christmas number one, and Justin Hawkins was selling his grandmother for another for another sale for the Bell's End. Yeah, yeah, he just went, got too far. He got too much. He got too much. Too much. And it was just like, okay, what what else can we sell, and what else can? How how can we do it? Yeah, tell tell us what to do, and we'll Mm. do it. We yeah, yeah, yeah. we are literal corporate whores. Like Kirk Cobain would have been rolling in his grave. (laughs) I went into Primark today in Telford, and they had like um. Socks. It was socks, and there was Harry Potter, Lilo, and is it Lilo and Stitch? Yeah. Lilo and Stitch. Something else. Nirvana. That's mental. <laughs> just in the thing. So that's just in there. There was with like the rest of there these. was like nine different socks, and they yes. were the only music-related one. But it was just Nirvana, and so and I said to Lindsay, I was like, oh, "Okay, come on, let me roll in this grave." <laughs> you bought the Nirvana socks? No, <laughs> I didn't. Do you like a bit of Primark? I haven't been there for a while. Yeah, I know. I do, my shopping's all online, mate, honestly. Yes, I don't, yes, I don't go yes, to yes, any yes. shop. Yeah. The place I walk into a place where I've got boy stuff is a paying for fuel. That's literally... <laughs> that's literally <laughs> Only a bottle of pop and a bag of crisps, that's it. From Keen, the much maligned Keen, um, we're going to another band who are much maligned. Coming back, like, I don't know what we're talking. Best part of four months, four months, <laughs> four months yeah. later. In, in, in the podcast land, and you're listening to this, you will not know this. It will be all oh, like a few seconds, but realistically, we're talking like four months later. We'll, we'll pick that up for a second. Let's just, just get into a bit of cold play. Uh, the song that Radio Six listeners voted. The best song of the first 10 years of Radio 6. That's huge. Um, but you look good on the dance floor while the Arctic Monkeys were second. Okay. Can you hear me alright now? I can hear you fine. Yeah, okay. Um, are you a fan of Coldplay? Look, I, I was a fan. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair to say I've got most of their early albums. Mm-hmm. I just don't like what they're becoming, what they are now almost. I think they've made the transition. Um, yeah, I did like Coldplay. I've seen them live, I think, two or three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I used to love them, but I, I, I'm, I'm definitely going off them very quickly. Oh, you're going off a lot more recently kind of thing? Yeah, right? I just don't like what he's becoming. Ooh, Chris Martin. Yeah, do, do you not, do you not like think? Um, Is he a bit annoying? Um, I think he's always been... What did Liam call him back in the days with a plant pot? You know, <laughs> I don't know what Chris Martin is. He's just like a student rock star, isn't yeah. he? Is he not still a, like a grown-up student rock star I, now? I, I guess. I, I kind of liked what they did after about their third or fourth album. And oh, their second and third album that's ace. 
the first album, the debut is, is incredible for a debut. Yeah, it's pretty good. Parachute. Yeah, yeah it's all right. Um, then it was God Put a Smile. Um, no, um, Russian Blood to the Head. Was, no, God Put a Smile was a song on that album, oh, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Russian Blood. Yeah. That was a good album. Good album. Uh, we should cover we should cover that on an episode. We we, we could well cover that on an episode, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, then it's X and Y, which this is from, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, probably decent album, I thought. Yeah. Yes, it's all right. It was okay, but I think they started to get better. The next album was was it Ghosts? Uh, that suffered. I think that was when. That was during his breakup, wasn't it, with Gwyneth? Is that when they were doing Sky Full of Stars and stuff like that? I don't know. I, I kind of lose track of the. No, the that was a few on. albums on after then. I think. I think okay. after Ghosts, I think it was Milo Exalto. Oh, and that was like. Am I am I getting all this wrong in my head? I think it might have been Milo. Should we bring it up on the internet and have a look? Let's have a look. Should we have a look? Yeah, at the, I'm uh, just giving out wrong information let's, here. Let's just have a look at. Um, Coming from F- a fan as well. <laughs> this 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 is this is shocking. <laughs> Good lord! Did he put out an album last year? Did they? Uh, parachutes, Russian blood to the head. Oh God, Viva La Vida. That's it. Yeah, and right. This is my problem with Coldplay. It's how it just turned into just stadium loads full of cockneys just go. Oh, yeah, and I just that's when Coldplay kind of lost. You had to have been there though, so <laughs> <laughs> like I was on two occasions. <laughs> I imagine wrapped up in the for half an hour when you're leaving the gig. That's all you can hear. <laughs> Even when you're waiting for a taxi outside, you can still hear it. <laughs> yeah. There's always that thing, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Lots and lots and lots of bands now all have bought that Coldplay-esque thing into their music. Yeah. yeah. Like, loads of bands are loving the... Oh. Yeah. Have something in the song which is catchy, which will... Audience you know. participation. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what they want. Yeah. Um, Milo Ex- Exalto, yeah. Yeah, that was next. Then it was Ghost. Ghost Stories. That album suffered. Uh, and then The Sky Full of Stars is the next one that you... Head Full of Dreams. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's when I started to go off them, to be fair, at that okay. point. Yeah. Uh, if not before. I didn't think that was a bad album, that one you just brought up. Everyday Life. I didn't think that was a bad album. That was a bit more edgy, to be fair. You know, I, I don't think I've listened to the last four albums they've put out in yeah, okay. I haven't listened to a whole album since Viva La Vida. No, yeah, actually, because I haven't listened to Milo. How do I pronounce it again? Milo Exalto, I believe. Milo. What does that mean? I, I, I don't know. I do no. not know. Um, but that was where that was the that was the album where they they um, it was the wristbands. Remember? Oh, so, the wristbands at the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, as I. Me with my ex girlfriend back mm. in I don't know two thousand and nine or two thousand and ten. Rico Arena in it were. Uh, yeah, well, we went to one of the first ones, which was the NEC, I believe. And uh, that when the, when they were still doing um, gigs. Yeah. Did you go to Trafford Park? No. Uh, I Trafford. went to the Lancashire Cricket Ground that a few years prior. Yeah. yeah, but we went yeah. to uh, one of the first few gigs of that tour, and yeah, as you were walking in, they just gave you this wristband and said, "Look, put it on, and uh, you know, look, don't take it off. Just make sure you're wearing it throughout." Mm-hmm. And then after about the second or third song, it all started, you know, all started going off, and it was quite, it's quite magical, it's you know. Like I'm, I'm really part of something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, full credit to her. Yeah, and I suppose, you know, um, after the immersive experience and all that kind of thing, uh, and legitimately laying claim to being like, I don't know what, one of the biggest bands in the world. Absolutely, through that yeah. period. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely like, 
I don't know. I, who, I, I'm trying to put my my head in that kind of space of thinking who around that time was was uh, their peers. Um, were Foo Fighters big then? Yeah, I was thinking Foo, and then yeah. I suppose maybe Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon. You know that they yeah. were packing stadiums. Probably the Killers were a bit below that kind yeah. of thing. I mean, you two still a bit of yeah, a stadium yeah, yeah. band, but yeah. yeah, I mean, way beyond their best. Um, yes, they probably were the biggest band in the world at that time. They had, a, you know, a period in time which they kind of dominated. But the last few albums, I don't know. I, I, it's not really about their music as much. It's about him now. He's starting to annoy me. Okay, is it? Are they still the same lineup as they were back in? Yes, the so they're day? still the four-piece band. I'm trying to think if I know anything about them that I can just. No. Any, 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 any nuggets of information, but I don't really know too much about them. Back to Clocks itself, though. Yeah, go on. When that came out. Yeah. I mean, that was everywhere. Yeah. I can see why it's on this. It's, it's a classic radio song. It's very radio-friendly. It is super, super radio-friendly. Yeah. You could have heard that on, you know, like you've got your Radio 1s, your Radio 2s, obviously yeah. Radio 6, which I would have thought they would have uh-huh. turned their nose up. Yeah. <laughs> and then your Beacons and everything. Yeah. And then your Virgins. And your absolute radios all could play that. Song. Exactly, it's one of those songs that they start playing whilst the DJ is still talking about stuff, <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, the yeah. intro, you know, and it kind of, <laughs> and then it, yeah, they just put it in over the top. It's just, yeah, it's perfect. I quite liked it somewhat. I thought that was all right, uh, but that was never one of my favourites, I suppose, because I just heard it so, yeah. so much. It's, what is it? Omnipotent? Is that the word? <laughs> never heard that word before. <laughs> like but, but yes, you're right. <laughs> It was very much that. Yeah, massive song, massive band. Right, now the elephant in the room. So, we started recording this episode four months ago and then ran into te- technical difficulties <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. And if anybody can remember back when the World Cup was on, that was when the first part of this episode was recorded. And then now here we are now in real life, real time, bringing you the second half. So, yeah. Chris is back. How are you doing, Chris? Yeah, in, in I'm all, good. In all that time, you've become a father. Yes. We've had Christmas. Yep. Um, what else has happened? God. I had an operation on the side of my head. Got a screw <laughs> coming out the side of my head, a lot of Frankenstein. He literally is a robot. Robot <laughs> slash Frankenstein. If anybody remembers um, Robocop, yeah, in the late 80s, <laughs> that's kind of what he looks like now. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you're a dad now. Yes. We've spoke about this, obviously, before we started recording. But um, Yeah, yeah, she came, she came four weeks early, bless her. Um, but yeah, I'm um, a proud dad. Never thought I'd be one at the uh, young old age of 45. But it's shocking, isn't it? I know. It's, it's crazy. Do you think you're going to be uh, like the oldest dad in the playground? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, I'll be disappointed like... if I'm not, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're, yeah. they're going to think it's the granddad dropping, you know, and picking the kid up and that, but it's, yeah. No way, yeah, so so by the time she's, um, like, leaving secondary school. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. So that's like, you're 16, aren't you? Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah. 16. Yeah, 15 or 16. You're going to be, like, 60. I know, yeah. I've, Wowzers! I've got to keep myself in shape, haven't I, really? I can't just be, I can't Good be Lord. getting old quickly. No way, that's, that's ridiculous, isn't it, when you think mm. of it like that? Yeah, man, you're going to be old dad, aren't you? I know. <laughs> can, we, can we just we get back to the music? <laughs> we'll get back to the music. <laughs>
Oh, sweet. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, next track on this compilation. Steel. No. no. Um, it was like a kind of a slightly improv comedy show. Okay. Where they had like um, militant black guy or um, oh god, them two idiots who were on Dirty Sanchez. They were on it. Um, big gay following. No. Right. No. 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 <laughs> Explain it to me. Go. go. <laughs> <laughs> we used to watch it all the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got something you want to say? Man, it was fantastic. They used to have this guy, and he was called he was called Big Guy Following, and he used to just turn up at um, premieres and stuff, and he'd be like, um, "You're right, Chris. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing in your movie?" And you'd say, "Yeah." And he'd go, "Do you fancy a bum?" <laughs> That was like the joke. That was yeah, like yeah. The, 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 the line. I don't know if you'd be able to get away with that now. And militant black guy would be like in the park and he'd be lying down like on the grass and there'd be a stay off the grass sign. Yeah, and somebody would walk up and they'd be like, oh, oh stay. And he's like, you stink because I'm a black man. <laughs> you're straight away thinking that I'm a drug addict. <laughs> Keep off the grass. It sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was really good. Um, Oh, God, I've forgotten his name. Mark, somebody used to be the host of it. But that used to be the theme tune for it. Kasabian cut-off. Top ten hit for Kasabian. I'm, I'm guessing that's like first album kind of thing for them. Um, I have brought notes. Shut up. <laughs> really? Well, I knew I was coming back, didn't I? So. <laughs> no, why look how prepared he is this time. <laughs> Wowzers, Boyd. Boyd, you need to get your eyes on this. These are printed up. So I don't really have much on Kasabian. I, I, I couldn't find much. One um, originally, they were called Saracus. 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 I don't know. Saracus. But Kasabian uh-huh. is taken from. There was a Charles Manson member called Linda Kasabian. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they, they just thought that name was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. just adopted it. Yeah. Where are they from? They're from Leicester. Yes. I always thought, like when they first. Um... To me, they sounded like very, like, Mank-esque. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I think possibly still now, I think your man's run into a bit of trouble, hasn't it? Yeah, so the lead singer, they basically kicked him out. They sacked him. They sacked him a day before he appeared in court. And I don't think it was known he was going to appear in court. Okay. So they just said the day before that he's uh, he's left the band. And then the following day, we all found out why, because, you know, he'd appeared in court for... for uh, was it like spousal, ab- spousal abuse? Yes. Was it like Lamp and his missus yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. And, and he, he basically admitted it. He said, you know, he, uh, yeah, he uh, took the charge. Is he doing his own thing now or what? I don't believe he's involved with anyone, yeah. No? No, no. Okay. Because 
the other guys took over now as like um, doing the singing and everything, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird because like when I when all that first came about, I just thought, and I'd heard that Serge was going to be the lead singer as well, as well as writing the songs and playing guitar, and I just thought. Mm. He's not a front man. He's a bit yeah. quiet. Yeah. He doesn't have that personality. But then I watched a gig, I think it was last year or the year before, uh, and they did a festival. They headlined one of the festivals that was on TV. Yeah. And he absolutely loved it. And to be fair, he sounded just like the previous guy. I don't know how, but he sounded just like him. He had a big role in the band anyway in terms of writing the music. What was your other guy's guy called? You know what? I don't know. No. Tom? Uh, Yes, it could be Tom. Tom, somebody, yeah. yeah. Because when I first heard that he'd stepped in as uh, lead singer, I thought, well, this will probably be until maybe something straightened out. They'll get someone else in. This guy or the previous guy would eventually come back. Who knows? But after watching him at this gig, and he absolutely loved it, I thought, he's never going to give that up. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't seen him, but... No, didn't they support Liam at his big gigs? Yes, that last... Yeah, I believe so. Hey, fair play. Yeah, yeah. You I don't know. know. They still want to crack on, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just paying one less person, so yeah. <laughs> splitting it less ways. And um, what do you think of "Cut Off" as a song? It, it, it's okay. It's an edgy song, isn't it? I think it's all right. It, it's very Kasabian. They have their own sound. Uh, do I like it? Do I like them as a band? Would I buy their music? No, I'm just not. I can't connect to it. Yeah, it's not me. Um, I've only got three songs of theirs on my iTunes or. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never, I've never bought a Kasabian album. No, neither have I. I really liked the, is it West West Rider Lunatic Pauper Asylum or something like that? The one that had got like fire and something else on it. Where did all the love go? Yeah, that's on there. That's a good song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, if you listen to that whole album, it's, it it seems to have a bit of a, like a theme. It's maybe not necessarily a concept, but it just seems to flow quite nicely. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I think they or they did kind of pivot almost a little bit from their from their earlier material, mm-hmm. um, and you know they kind of went in a good direction. Yeah, I mean, for this time, two thousand and five, Casabian is like yeah, yeah, they're one of the the bands who are doing the stuff. So yeah, right, we'll carry on. I am bopping to it though now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like one of the things that you actually listen to and you think how excellent. I'm going to add it to my music later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you probably won't be adding this one. <laughs> Number one single. I had that. <laughs> I had that. 
2005, it was number one for one week, 16 weeks on the chart. Um, I love a bit of Oasis. Uh, I love the Liam vocals on Oasis songs. I don't love this though. Was, was it at this point that you became less interested in Oasis? Nah, I think I always maintained my interest. Okay. Yeah, I always maintained interest because I knew there was always something in there waiting to come out. But um, I just... This is the kind of song which, you know, it's just like a, oh, just the most basic bitch of Oasis songs. Mm. Yeah, there's nothing really like... I mean, what, what the hell is... A, what's it about? Yeah. B, why? <laughs> it's it's like a real nothing song. Yeah. It's not. Oh, I don't know. There's no there's no substance to it. I hate the drums. It's just dum 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 dum. They put out better B sides from their earlier albums. I of mean, course, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's. Um, I think they were they were well into their decline at this stage. Well into it. Um, and you know, fair play that they even got a number one. Um, he weren't the last one though, was it? That's like, was it not? No, no, no. They, didn't they have the record of UK number ones up until like last year, I think, with right. Bieber? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, but it's a different charts now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who, you know, chart records and stuff. It's like, ooh, pin this one to the fridge, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. It's one of them songs which is never going to be on an Oasis best of, unless Noel Gallagher's picking it, you know, and he'd also be picking, like, what was the shit that he put out? Um, you know that song, The Importance of Being Idle? Yeah. Oh, God, man, I fucking hated that. <laughs> that just really made me really sad to be an Oasis fan. It was just all about the video and no one. He's a bellend, isn't he, like, now? I don't like him at all. I don't think... I'm I mean, sure Liam's if... a bellend, but he's like a comical bellend. Yeah, and like, I think with age, Liam's coming across way better at the time. You know, we're all like... Oh, li-. it's, it's as if he's had a lot of media training in, in recent years, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, as much as I kind of have an issue with Oasis, and you know that I've got a problem mm. with them, I can't deny uh, their importance and relevance when they burst onto the scene. They changed... <clears throat> they brought in a genre, didn't they? And you know, yeah, what, such. Yeah, what, yeah, what bands can ever yeah. bring in yeah. a genre that can last seven, eight years? Uh, and Whoever does that, not not only a genre. We touched on it many times throughout the podcast. It's like um, it's like fashions, isn't it? As well, music. Yeah, it is genres and music, but it's also fashions coming in and out. And that was like a T junction, a turning point yeah. to go to somewhere yeah. or other. But Lila just that ain't it. That's no. when they're, I don't know, Noel's been listening way too much to Paul Weller. Um, it, yeah. But sometimes, though, if you, want, like, to, if, if you want to kind of have a cheap number one, then throw the first single out off an album. Mm. You know, you've got better singles to come sometimes. Mm. That's, that can be a good strategic move. The thing is, though, this is 2005. So we're talking, it's 20 years ago, isn't it, nearly? Could you imagine a song like that being a number one single now? Nah, the music's changed far too much. I think as we record this, the number one single, or it definitely has been for the last like seven weeks, has been, you know, that Miley Cyrus song. Have you heard it? I haven't. I mean, I, okay. I might, I don't, ever, I don't ever put the radio on, so I don't No, ever, no, I don't. So I, I don't really allow myself to hear new music at the moment, or at least chart music. 
Hang on one sec. So this is like been the number one single in the UK for like weeks. I'm just gonna skip a little bit ahead here. In a strange twist, I'm just adding it by the way. <laughs> In a strange twist, it's, it's actually quite retro sounding, and probably the lyrics are lower than my Um But yeah, what the Miley Cyrus thoughts? Quick thoughts? Clean thoughts? <laughs> No, yeah, I, she's a she's a broken person, isn't she? I don't, she I don't very much is, isn't she? Have you ever seen the video of a pissing in the street? No. no. <laughs> well, it's on your internet. <laughs> it's definitely there. It's definitely there. And John Terry is stepping off to, to lift the FA Cup. <laughs> Feeling the moment. Feeling the moment. Feeling the moment. Okay, so we've got Feeder feeling the moment. Um, top 20 hits in early 2005. Five weeks on the chart. Um, insurance adverts. Uh, <laughs> football uh, retrospective beds, you know what I mean? Music beds for football playbacks. Um, as we said, John Terry listed in the FA Cup. Um, yeah, what have what you got to say? In its own right, it's a good song. It's a great track. Very well, very elbowy. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. But it's it's a roaring, you know, song that you'd hear at the end of a gig, and you would you would like it. It it uh, it just sounds like ITV football coverage, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know when when I was looking through these and I was like going oh feeling the feeling the moment. I didn't know the song by now. I was just like oh it's a feeder song. It's a latter day feeder song. It's not going to be just a day or what was it Buck Rogers or you yeah. know the the earliest. Stuff. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that kind of. I'm not a big elbow fan, and I think feeder went a bit like that. Yeah, they kind of lost the the high tempo impetus. Yeah, bit more. Grungy kind of. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would never proclaim to be a massive no. feeder fan, but I don't know. Maybe the drummer topped himself. Was Did it he? the drummer? Was it? Was it really? Did he hang himself in like somewhere? I don't know. And I, that probably affected the rest of the guys in the band, and maybe stuff became a bit more introspective. They're still making records, apparently. I mean, yes, I, they I, are. I looked into it, and yeah, I, and the, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and, and they're also they're quite big in Japan because their bassist Taka. Hirose? Yeah, nice. I hope I said that right. <laughs> nice. Oh, because he's J- Japanese or of Japanese descent. Yeah. Being the name Taka. <laughs> yeah, um, that song, it's just... 
Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's, it's a good song. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's a wallpaper to know that. Yeah, I mean it is because of what's what it's become. But I'm sure when they made the song and when they first put it out, you'd have been like, "Ooh, that's all right." I may have been, but it's never something that would have like really caught me. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, it's just really beige that song. Yeah. I get there's a, an uplifting chorus. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'd be singing that on the way out the stadium. <laughs> You're all about the moments, aren't you? <laughs> Feeling the moments. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's all right. But, and, and it's no patch on the next track that we've got because this might be 1A, 1B on like this side, definitely. Amazing song. Um, yeah. I didn't think I was too fussed about the song until I started listening listening to it in the run up to this um, yeah this pod. But yeah, I mean, I'm not fussed about the Libertines. No, no, no. Uh, no or no. Pete Doherty. He's a, he's a good big fuck up, isn't he? That's why. Yeah. Who's their fatty? Isn't it? Who's he? He's massive. So, I watched um, Nevermind the Bollocks. Nevermind the Bollocks. Yeah. No. The Buscocks. The Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was on it, and he's a, he's like a big lad now. I presume he's clean then. <laughs> Go and look at those lines. Have you noticed on, um, oh God, bus stops and stuff at the moment and billboards, it's like, win Kate Moss's ideal Diet Coke break. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> you put Kate Moss and Coke on another thing and it's like, well, I know what Kate Moss wants from a Diet Coke break. She wants more Coke. Yeah. He, um, what's his name? What's his name? Diet Pete you would you a Doherty or a Doherty person? I'm a Doherty. Okay. Yeah, I'm a Doherty. I'm Doherty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As you look at it, it is Doherty, isn't it? <laughs> it is, There's isn't no it? C. <laughs> There's no C or K. Yeah, I'd always go Doherty. I think Doherty doesn't roll off the tongue. I know, and you're looking at, in your head, you think Donut enters the, the, the picture in, in terms of... The... Pete Donut, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that> makes sense. <laughs> Makes complete sense to me. I mean, he was literally the guy who was in all the newspapers every single day. The Sun were like Pete Doherty watch, wasn't it? It was incredible. Um, going through Wikipedia and different um, news outlets in the run-up to this pod, just the amount of times he got arrested for possession, uh, it was incredible. It was something like 27 times or something. Oh, really? It was, it was crazy. Uh, I've got just something I need to say here. So yeah. while Doherty was in court for a driving dangerously charge, yeah. heroin fell out of his pocket and he was hit with a possessions charge. 
like, what the hell? It's what like an proper, absolute screw up. That's like proper Del Boy like <laughs> shenanigans, isn't it? It's like, oh, look at him, Pete. Bloody horse falling out of his pocket on the dock. I mean, whether a lot of people are going to disagree with this now, but they're kind of what's wrong for me as an image about the London music scene. That yeah. like kind of turns me off. Yeah. Not just, yeah. oh, they do drugs, they're nasty guys. Oh, you're a scummy bastard, ain't you? Yeah. What a scummy man. Give yeah. him half a chance. I bet he'd rob you if he can. Well, <laughs> I'm going to mention that later on. <laughs> okay, yeah. This is relevant to Pete Doherty, but... Uh, mm. The song itself, I think it's an amazing song because it's basically a love song between him mm-hmm. and Carl Barrett. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just yeah. a love song between the two of them, and it's just it, it's you know it's, it's quite nice from that. You know, when you listen to the lyrics. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, know, yeah, yeah. you kind of definitely take to it. It's a good song. I mean, I can remember this being all over Radio One at the time. Yeah, it's got a lovely build up. Yeah, the. Jingle jangle of the guitars and stuff works. Very smithsy, very yeah. kind of cure. I don't know, it's just like got that authenticity. Yeah. Which when you listen to the whole album, which I have, it's is it up the bracket and I've forgotten what the other album's called. Might be called might just be called The Libertines. Yes it is actually. Yeah. Self taught. Um doesn't really come up as much and they aren't as good. But um didn't they open Glastonbury last year? I don't was know. it last year or the year before? They were like literally first band, first day really? yeah. on the main stage. Yeah, he's definitely put a couple of pounds on. I mean, whatever, Pete. If you well, could... it's, it's supposed to have been clean since nineteen, so that 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 would explain okay, the, yeah. the weight gain. Yeah. yeah. Oh no way! So we were still using up till then. Yeah. I mean, we're talking two thousand and five, aren't we? Yeah. 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 But no, it's, it's it's class song. It's got that fairy tale kind of like back and forth that I like about it. You know, really good song. The best song we've had on this compilation so far? I think it is. Yeah. Better than James Blunt? (laughs) We haven't listened to that yet. That's just coming up. (laughs) Spoilers, motherfucker. I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about the subways. I've I've never heard this song before. You've never heard this song no. before? No. No, honestly. So Okay. Um I've got n- literally nothing to add. I mean I don't mind it. Yeah. Um but I don't know anything about like you said, I don't know anything about the subways. I don't know are they are they English, are they American? They sound American. They're English they, right, this is what I've got about. And this was um got to number twenty five on the UK charts, three only three weeks on the whole charts. And um, they self recorded their debut CD, I suppose it's a demo of sorts, and they sent it to Michael Evis, who put them on the bill at Glastonbury, and that gave them a bit of a, a punt, and uh, yeah, then they became the Subways and sold us records, and you never heard of them. I know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's weird, isn't it? Um, are they still doing music now? Are they, are they a thing still? The Subways, oh Christ, I don't know, hang on, we can have a look at that. 
this this is where we show ourselves up, isn't it? It's being like, you know, you've got to put the work in. Yeah, no. <laughs> you, I don't think you've heard it, but like at the uh, at the end of the Alanis Morissette episode, Boyd's going, "Yeah, right, I'm playing out with this song by PJ Harvey," and I'm like, "Ah, oh, man, oh, I just thought she was just constant craving and stuff like that." <laughs> like, it's Katie <Katie-a-lang>. Lang. <laughs> Awesome. Oh, they put a single out. When's the 15th of March? Looks like two days, three days ago, four yeah. days ago, yeah. This is what it sounded like. Good lord, that's different. Do you think a lot of bands are going for this kind of 80s retro... I think it's making a, it's making a comeback. Isn't it, it really is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like Duran esque. I, I always watch Top of the Pops um, on BBC Three on a Friday night, and it does all the old ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, a good yeah. watch, honestly. Yeah. I mean, um, it goes through the years like you know in order, and we're up to '94 at the moment. But then it will sometimes drop in. It dropped in 1982 the other night. Yeah. And um, this song could, you know, this track could quite easily fit in. You know, yeah, on that program, it's better, <laughs> yeah. Um, and apparently, this is a cover. Yeah, that's all by sorry. That was there. Yeah, they've put out. Hang on, let's have a look at their albums. And there's loads. Jeez. Rock and Roll Queen, 2005. Then, I don't know what year that is. Then 2011, 2015. And then, uh, yeah, this new one is going to be called Uncertain Joys. It was released this week. They get given like a 20 year recording contract. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, I don't know if they fancy themselves as kind of a British white stripes. I don't know a lot about the subways. There might be somebody who's out there who's like, oh, well, I really like the subways, yeah. and I'm like trampling all over it. But no, I didn't actually mind that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. mind that song. No, it was okay. It was okay. It was all right. Um, but I don't. Uh, there ain't a lot going on. I'm not sure how I think about these, but I don't think I'm a fan particularly. And I have a feeling <laughs> that you may be. just carried on that does sound good though doesn't it come on admit that sounds good I hate the vocal do really Mm. oh okay yeah I just don't like that vocal I mean it's it's so popular it's like that post-punk like kind of vocal thing but I'm not that yeah I'm not about that I I think it's a quality track yeah I'm going to put it back in when we when it builds up in a second but yeah yeah no, um, yeah, um, I, I don't own anything by Block Party, but this album is a good album. I mean, it is a really good album. Um, What's the album called? 
don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you definitely like it. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, um, it's called Silent Alarm. You know what? I've got them on notes as well. <laughs> it's sold over a million copies. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it just to me, it just screams. God, did this come out in 1982? Uh, yeah, so there's a revival. There is. I kind of get that. Yeah. But it's okay. Um, I don't actually think that's a bad song. I don't mm, think it's a bad song. I think they were still going up until recently. Are they not together anymore? You know what? I'm, I'm not 100% on this. Oh, like Pitchfork would have loved them. I bet Q and Enemy were falling over themselves to yeah. hand out the big reviews. Yeah. But no, it was a good debut album. Um, I think the track was inspired by... The Pixies' um, "I Bleed" and Adamant's okay. "Prince Charming." Apparently, yeah, I do like a bit of Pixies stuff. Um, yeah, I wouldn't profess to be some kind of expert. No, if you even like a bit of indie, what you'd class this as, as indie, there's going to be something in the Pixies that you like. Yeah, there's going to be something in there that you're going to click and go, "Ah, that's." <clears throat> I'll take that bit, and uh, they are a proper um, influential band. Yeah, I, I mean, I missed the basic statement no, <laughs> of the no, night. Hugely, yeah. 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 Because they weren't really that huge, and I think a lot of people no. like to go say, well, because of these, that yeah. we, we are to, you know. That's what I'm not saying now. Oh, yeah, I love the pictures. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but, it's a bit like the Ramones, kind of like yeah. some, you know. <laughs> Apart from you never really see um, Pixies t shirts in next. <laughs> no, no, true. <laughs> Very true. Um, yeah, Ramones have joined that elite cast. Nirvana, Rolling Stones. I yeah. definitely saw a Dark Side of the Moon kids T-shirt in Next in the last like week or so. Mabel looks so cute in that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she would do actually. <laughs> Yeah, I do like how it picks up at the chorus. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of bands still now, um, what are we, 15 years later, well, maybe 20 years later, doing this, doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, my one memory, my one biggest memory of Block Party was uh, going back to, do you remember Live 8? Uh, I do remember it, but I don't remember, I remember it, but I don't remember. Yeah. Well, I don't know, I don't know how they did it. Because it was only one stage, wasn't it, really? But they, mm. they got the magic hour or, like, you know, like the 40 minutes as the sun was going down. Yes, golden hour. I mean, I don't know how they got that because yeah. I don't think they were that big then, but yeah. they did a song called So Here We Are, which is a, which is a cracking song. Probably, yeah. their, probably their best song. And it, okay. it was really, yeah, it was it was kind of goosebumps time, really. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. The, the golden hour, isn't it? I yeah. believe as um, younger girls than us would be taking their... Instagram selfies on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd Live 8, I mean. Are we talking around this kind of time, then? Live 8 was 2005, I believe. Oh, was it? Mm. Yeah. I don't think I watched a second of it. Did you not? No, I don't think so. Why was it called Live 8? I don't know. Because it was, it was to do with, like, to do with, like, eight countries that had, I don't know. Was it? Oh. I don't know. I, don't, I, I actually yeah, don't know. But um, I got back from Turkey... Yeah. Um, the morning of yeah. Live 8 so I was pretty pretty tired from the flight went round my brother's and I took him a bottle of Raki yes getting back from Turkey which yeah, is yeah, 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 you yeah. have to take a bottle of Raki to someone don't you really yeah. I've never tried it uh, it's it's not bad it's yeah. alright so I got round there and Live 8 had just come on around half 12 in the afternoon you know mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. 
I stayed for like six hours. We finished off the bottle of racket. <laughs> I stayed for six and then, hours. <laughs> look, I've got to say the whole day, in fact. And yeah, so we finished off this bottle of racket, went through a load more booze as well. And yeah. uh, it was it was a good day. Yeah. It was yeah. a good day. I yeah. didn't mind it. Who were like the headliners of Live 8? You'd be surprised. Like, who was there? Everyone was there. So, like, I remember Chris Martin yeah. did Bittersweet Symphony, if okay. I can recall. And then I've got a feeling that Paul McCartney was there. It was like, oh, okay. But it was also, you know, like, it was, you know, similar to, like, uh, Live Aid, and there was one going on in America at the same time. Yeah, or yeah, later yeah, that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there might have even been a band that flew between and did both, like you know. Phil Collins did. Yeah, back yeah. In the day, yeah. Yeah, but no, like everyone was there. Uh, Robbie Williams. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not, not really giving you the names here, but yeah, 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 no, 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 no. I, I can. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the people who would have thought at the time yeah. who would have been doing it. To be honest, yeah. yeah. I think Richard Ashcroft came on during uh, Coldplay singing "Bittersweet Symphony." Um, okay. Yeah, I think he maybe might have come. I, I don't know. I'm probably getting it all wrong, but I was yeah. drinking Raki. So, <laughs> and how did you find Turkey? Uh, Turkey was Turkey was good. But yeah. I went during a Turkish heat wave. It wasn't just. It's meant to be really hot. It was forty-seven degrees the one day. The Turkish people were sweating, you know. Yeah, so like yeah, they yeah, found yeah. it hot. Yeah. So no, it was good. It was all right. It was okay. Did you get? Did you go with um, like a female compatriot yes. at the time? Yeah. Yeah. So was, was you? Because I've heard people they'd say <laughs> Turkey, lovely place. Yeah. Yeah. Really warm, but the guys are really leery. Oh yeah. So basically, they <laughs> so, to all our Turkish listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like they will pull you in off the street, you know, to like go into their restaurant or their taverna. Okay. You know, yeah, so they're yeah. quite big on doing that. Yeah. They, they see you walking down the main drag and then they just have to come and harass you. But it can be quite funny because they'll come across to you and they'll say, What's your name? or, you know, are you English? And you're like, Yeah, yeah, we're English. I'm I'm Chris, this is so and so. And then I, I always ask them what their name is, expecting like a Mohammed. Yeah. But they go and they go, they're like, I'm Keith or Mick. You <laughs> know, they, they, they try and like, you know, they try and relate to you by giving yeah. you an English name. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah, called yeah. Mick. Yeah. I, I know you're not. <laughs> it's like uh, when I went to uh, secondary school, there was three, I think there was only four, three or four Asian-like lads, but they were all called Bob. <laughs> all of them were called Bob. <laughs> Real. Yeah, big Bob, little Bob, <laughs> medium Bob. <laughs> um, yeah, Turkey, I've heard they are a bit leery and a bit lecky. Yeah. Um, the first job I ever had, I worked at a glass collector on the waterfront, and uh, there was a Turkish bartender there, and uh, he took me and my mate Keith to McDonald's one day, and asked us if we'd ever been bummed, and we were like... Huh? No, what have you? Then he was like, yeah, I'm sure you know. And then you and I do silly things. <laughs> Worked in quite well then with the Yeah, it did actually, didn't it? I didn't know it ended like that neither. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh oh oh, 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 oh. Even better. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking hated this at the time. This was a song um, when the radio of the time and this would come on. It was a channel change. I'd be like scrambling across. <laughs> my, my left hand would be scrambling across the radio to try and change the channel. <laughs> it was just like, oh, 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 oh. It, uh, akin to like back in the day when Dodgy doing good, Dodgy, Dodgy. Were doing good enough and it was oh, like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
the Future Heads with their cover of um, what's her name's song? Kate Bush, yeah. Kate Bush's cover. Um, let's just have a couple of things. Once again, a statement for the time that this is like a top 10 hit in 2005. I'm not going to profess to being some kind of big Super Kate Bush fan. I, I'm really... She's a legend of the game. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to stand here and try and fob my way through yeah. being it. Um, what I've heard from Kate Bush is either like, oh, it's a really good classic song that you know. Yeah. yeah, Or it's probably a bit just over my head. <laughs> or I'm like, oh, man, I don't get it. Uh, who did I hear this week? Um... I think maybe along the same kind of lines. Uh, I listened to uh, a Tori Amos album. Okay. Is it Under the Pink? Possibly. It's the one that's got like Cornflake Corn Girl, Girl on. Yeah. yeah, it's got that <clears throat> on it. And I just I don't get it. I, yeah. I don't get it. And it was on a podcast and the guys who were reviewing it were like, oh, this is like brilliant. <laughs> this is like really good. Oh, man, it really like gets you, touches you, moves you. And I'm like... I don't know. Sometimes I, I do feel with, well, feel that with music, but I just never got it with that. And uh, I believe Kate Bush was kind of a predecessor for Tori Amos' yes. stuff. Yeah, but I think Tori Amos was clearly trying to work her way in as as, as come some kind of Kate yeah. Bush second coming. But um, Kate Bush herself, I think her, her tracks are great. Definitely a legend of, 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 of British music. Absolutely. This song is is poor. This version. Yeah. Of her, I'm not going to play her original. No, but, yeah. no, no. It, it, that that stands up. That's a great song. Future Heads. I, I mean, was this like a debut single or something, or did, was this how they made I can't their name? Remember anything else from the Future Heads? In my head, I always thought um, the Future Heads were. Um, didn't they do like being transformed into my mind? <laughs> Wasn't that the Future Heads? I'm sure it was. One of the many times that's been used. No, the Propeller Heads. Yeah. Yeah, it was the Propeller Heads actually. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember anything else about the future heads. Zero, nothing. I've, no. I've got no notes for them. They're from Sunderland. That's literally all I've put. It's pretty grim up north. So, the ordinary boys with boys will be boys. Where do we start on this one? Are they, how are they spelling boys? <laughs> they are spelling it the traditional boys. <laughs> that's okay. That, that's, that's, that's a good start. There's no Z, there's no OI. <laughs> yeah, so originally this was released, it was a top 20 hit, and then following um, lead singer Preston. It was something Preston, wasn't it? Samuel Preston? Sam, Samuel Preston. Oh, that's it, yeah. Samuel Preston. His appearance on Big Brother, it was re-released because this was the only thing that they played on all these little, what they called, these clips, these yeah. video bits and pieces. Montage. That's it, montage. What was the name? Chantel. Chantel Preston. Chantel, no, no, no. Well, he was Preston, wasn't he? Yeah, well, Chant- was just Chantel Preston. Just Chantel. Well, yeah, in the end, yeah. <laughs> Chantel Preston, kind of a um, a British Paris Hilton. 
Yeah, I was going to say like a four out of ten Paris Hilton lookalike. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know when you'll see the... I kick myself up the arse because this is something that Dave Berry would go into on his show. <laughs> I'm lowering myself here. Like where they'd go through a lookalike catalogue yeah. and they'd like go, oh, you know, Dave Berry had wax lyrical to the sound of his own voice slagging off these uh, lookalikes. But that's kind of what Chantelle was, wasn't she? She was like a four out of I ten. I think in my head she was better than a four. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Possibly a six or a seven. Maybe a couple of craft ales, a bottle of wine and some Jack Daniels. You could look mistaken for each other. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> Saying that, this week on the one show, maybe it was Thursday or Friday, Paris Hilton was on it. You it's know very what? rare I see the you one know what? show. I, yeah, I don't even watch it at all. And I walked in and I saw her. And you know what? She's been on as well. The show with Dermot O'Leary and uh, what? what's the face? The, the girl from the black country, the black girl. Oh, um, yeah. Alison. Yes. Alison. She was on she's that being, as well. She's going so, on thing, isn't she? So she's clearly doing the, the, the tour, you know, the kind of... For something. I don't know for what. Um, Alison Hammond, she's being on Bake Off, isn't she? Really? She's playing Matt Lucas on Bake Off. Okay. But yeah, Paris Hilton. She looks a bit different now. She looks like she had a bit of work done. Unsurprisingly, yeah. Yeah, we're falling down the trap here. Because that one show, it was an incredible lineup as well. Because it was had Star-Lord, what's his name? Star-Lord, he talks to the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. What's his name? Oh. Summit Pratt. Um, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, yeah. Okay. It was Chris Pratt, Alice Hilton, yeah. and the lad off Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know you mean. That was like their line-up. And, and Jermaine like... Genus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Jermaine Genus. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay will go on at me because we'll be watching TV and I'll just complain about something that's on TV. Like I'll moan about... Gogglebox's left-leaning politics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Jermaine <laughs> Jeans being a bellend. How has he worked his way in? How has he... He's, was, he, used to, he used to kick a ball around. No, there's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with being a gay man, yeah. But I is he always, gay? No, he's not. Okay. <laughs> I always thought Jermaine Jeans was a gay man. Like, always thought, yeah. And he's not. I never figured him for being, for being gay. Did you not? No. I always thought, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why. I just... In my head, I thought, oh, Jermaine Jones, he's one of yeah. the closeted footballers. He's very shy. <laughs> oh, shy, really? I thought you told me about him. Do you know shy? I know somebody who went to a party once and pissed on Wes Brown's head. Okay. Yeah, he was passed out at the party and he pissed on his head. Wes Brown was... Yeah, Wes Brown was passed out oh, on the party. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, right, what were we on? We've gone off on people. Boys will be boys. <laughs> Bloody well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what's his name? The Ordinary Boys with this band. We've said it before, we'll say it again throughout this episode. Indie Landfill, loads of these bands. Mod-esque. These are like the specials. They're trying to do the specials, aren't they? Yeah, All over again. A bit again. of brass. You know, a bit chippy cheeky, you know. Yeah, oh. yeah, so he went on Big Brother. Best thing he ever did for his career. Massive, but, yeah. yeah. He met this girl called Chantelle Houghton, um, who was put into Big Brother and she had to pretend to be like an Atomic Kitten-esque kind of person. And all the celebrities in there are so self-obsessed in their own little world that they didn't question it one little bit that this normal girl was in there. And her and Preston kind of fell in love and blah, 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 got together. And they got married. He split with his girlfriend. Sorry, he split with his girlfriend a month after he came out of Big Brother. They married in August 2006 and they separated in June of 2007. 
He fell off a balcony in 2019. Did he? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why have written that down as a note? Big Brother's coming back. Okay. I don't think it's Davina who's hosting it, is it? Right. I did hear on the radio that Davina's hosting some kind of Love Island for older people. Because she's not even MILF category now. She's mature, isn't she? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean Davina's like... Um, I don't know if I've ever had a Davina thing. I don't know, but she's definitely hosting something retreat. And it's like Love Island for 40-plus yeah. single parents. <clears throat> Okay. I think that's your criteria. You have to be over a certain age and you've got to be a single parent. Right. That's like real life, plenty of fish or, yeah. um, or Tinder or something. <laughs> Give Elby on it. Give Elby on it. He's there then. He's... Hey, don't say he's over 40 because that ain't going to work with his profile. <laughs> he's 39. <laughs> yeah. Um, boys will be boys though. What um, did you think? Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it is it is what it is. I mean, it's not, there's, there's no great depth to it. It's it's quite it's quite a happy jaunt. Yeah, it's one of those. It's radio friendly, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's on this album to begin with. Let's yeah, face yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only interesting thing I found out about Samuel Preston is that he once his once his uh, his band career ended, he went on to write songs a lot a lot a lot of songs. Mm. Penned quite a few for Ollie Murs. Oh, did he? And did uh, he penned my heart skips a beat. Cheeky chappy as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, they yeah, are, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Like They're from where? the East End, all yeah, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like Essex. Yeah, yeah. They've got to be Essex kind of stuff, haven't they? Yeah. Ollie Murs definitely is an mm. know it's fun. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there, fair play. I think a lot of people go into that, don't they? Didn't your man off? What's your man off busted? He's like made a killing out of there, isn't he? Um. Okay. This is an interesting um. one. Remember Hard Foy? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Momentarily. This is, yeah, this is tied up too tight, so this wasn't the big one. The big one was... Um... So about the weekend. Living for the weekend? Yeah, and they did one called Cash Machine, did they, as well? Oh, yeah, remember Cash Machine, yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is, another, this is the follow-up to Cash Machine. This was a top 20 hit in 2005. Five weeks on the chart. Um... I think this is about the time on our first work through this album where we were saying about um, a band from Kidderminster, what were they called? Oh, God. Um, either Way was their song. Oh, I've seen them. The Twang. The Twang. I've seen not, I didn't buy tickets for them. They were supporting Shed 7, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, once more, it's that kind of... Oh, Weller-esque vocal. Yeah. <sighs> working like... working life type, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I'd, hard for... Well, they're not doing stuff now, are they? Not the mic, yeah. No, they were um, very Clash-esque. Yes. I think they got took on by... Um, is it Mick Jones, previously of The Clash? Possibly, I think yeah. he kind of like took them under their wing yeah. and promoted them and, and whatever. Cassie's chorus, though. Do you like it? Yeah, yeah, run of the mill. I think they got about four albums deep, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I can't imagine that they 
they went through an experimental change where they become, you know, they evolved. I can't imagine that happened one bit. They just stayed no, probably no, no, the same. Yeah, yeah well, I can imagine them being the same kind of thing. They've probably still got Northern Soul stickers on the back of their car. <laughs> <laughs> live, what is it? Um, live it. Oh, I can't remember I what the... I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, we'll have one more before we have a break. Uh, we're not even halfway through this compilation yet. but I'm forever done. I've, complete, I've, I've completely lost track of time because of uh, the, the four-month <laughs> But yeah, we'll have one more um, before we have a break. Anybody who's listened to the podcast before knows my um, disdain for a Brewchester copper pot. again at the time this is the kind of thing where where Kerrang Radio is a thing they're on the radio and um, it's just a channel changer yeah it's just a channel changer I only like Linkin Park when they've like actually given it a bit of a and I'll fucking just moaning and groaning and bleating and whining about his you know so this was a this was about his his struggles with drug addiction. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I've my only note is more linking moaning. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they all about that? Yeah, I guess. So. I mean, I don't know much about Linkin Park. Uh, yeah. To be fair, I don't profess to know that much. Kind of like. But they're like new metal as such. Well, yeah. they were on the the last episode that me and Neil did about Linkin Park. It was on their last album that they put out, and. I think what they did, they started off as a new metal slash rap rock band. And then they became famous. I mean, their first album was like the biggest selling album worldwide of 2001. Okay. Like the biggest selling album. And I think they kind of reached that point. Instead of seeing the bands in the scene as their contemporaries and their peers, they were like going, oh, well, Ed Sheeran and Adele and like Rihanna and things like that. They're our peers and our contemporaries. Oh, okay. So we've got to... They were collaborating with the well, wrong... Not even really collaborating, but they were like, that's what they were aiming their oh, stuff okay. at. Yeah. I, I think. I yeah. don't know. I just, yeah. They just... They never were putting out the same kind of stuff. <clears throat> Man, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of fed up in 2023. You might feel different to this, and people do, but... I'm kind of fed up of hearing about people's fucking whining <laughs> in 2023. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like, do you know what I mean? I, everybody's got problems, man. And, and yeah. you know, but I, I, I don't know. So the mental health train has lasted like two stops, basically. <laughs> oh, gone... I'm well off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, oh, man, I could get really deep into this, but I don't want to. Mental health is a thing. Yes. Negative mental health is a thing. I do also believe that there's some people who are like fucking playing on it. Yeah. I don't think that Chester Copperbot is one because obviously, you know, he ended up the way he ended up. Was it because of Chris Cornell? Is that right? Yeah, he was, I don't know, madly in love with Chris Cornell. Cornell yeah. died. Yeah. And then he did. I, I don't know. There was something. There was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah I, I, I don't have much for this, uh, for this song. I've just got that. The video. Which I don't remember. Yeah. But apparently it's got Japanese animation or Japanese anime, which is how it's anime, just, yeah. yeah, and mm. it's got three hundred million views. It's like must be like quite a, which is a lot. I think they put a song out like last week or the week before, something like that. Linkin yeah. Park did. Whether they're coming back without obviously Chester. Oh well. Unless they're going to do the whole ABBA thing with them. I think <laughs> that the, the, that question was posed apparently. I think to them. 
Yeah, and they were saying that they didn't think it was ever a possibility that they couldn't do that. You know, mm. it was, uh, yeah, they wrote it off. Yeah, which, well. which I like that. I've got look. If they did come yeah. back and it was all hologram crap, yeah. I'd be not that I'm invested in them, but I'd be disappointed. Yeah, I think it's a bit like shallow, really, yeah. isn't it, to be doing yeah. that? Yeah, even me, I wouldn't. You know, even though hey, if Jessica Cockport wants to call in and be on this podcast, I'll take your, holog- <laughs> your hologram. <laughs> <laughs> You want a squeal? But yeah, um, yeah, right, we'll have a break. I'm going for a piss. And uh, we've actually got Chris back again for the second part, man. Can you believe it? Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, right. Okay, we'll be back in a minute. We're going to pause it there for this episode, turn into a long one. So I'm going to split this across two weeks. Part two of this one should be up next week. So yeah, you can listen in then. Jukeboxpod at gmail.com. If you want to get in touch, I'll see you in a week's time. <laughs>